What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. Well, actually, technically, a bonus episode of Team Chat Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined virtually, because we're doing a little bit of a different setup here, Rachel Mogan on the left side of the screen. Hey, it still works out. No, it doesn't. It's backwards. To the left side of the screen, Rachel Mogan, and to the right, Zachary Parks. Hey, how's it going? All right, so yeah, we're doing a quick little bonus though because we wanted to talk about the, our thoughts and reactions to the Game Awards. I was traveling, so we're doing it a little bit late, but, and thus for the different setup than what you're used to, all of us over webcam instead of in the same room, what is this? Is but, this the first time you've done this? Yeah, all three of us, this is the first remote coding, re- yeah. remote recording. Yeah, this is the first time, so special, special day. Um, but anyway, so let's just go ahead and jump right into it. We don't need to go through the normal spiel but uh but yeah so the game awards happened last thursday december 7th and uh should we okay so i know mogan and i are pretty familiar with what happened zach you doesn't do you just want to go ahead and know right off the bat who won game of the year shall we hit the big news first well give me, Wait, give me yes do you i have one, one well guess. i think i think my guess is the same as what it was on our last show and i really think horizon zero dawn won. you are incorrect no. So okay, okay. So that means this means Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. It did. So wow. Here, so here's the thing, Zach. Horizon Zero, and I'm so salty about this. Still, I'm. I am. I'm so mad. Horizon Zero Dawn didn't win a single thing. I can't believe that. So I can't say that I'm really surprised that they didn't win Game of the Year. I think that Breath I knew of the it was going to be a toss-up between them and Breath of the Wild. Sure. But I'm genuinely shocked that they didn't win in any of the categories they were nominated for. I know. And the one that I really thought they were going to get was Best Performance by I the actor. I did. I really thought that too. Uh, Melina Jurgens from, uh, she was the lead actress in Hellblade Cinema's Sacrifice, which, okay, so after reading up on that a little bit more, that is actually a really cool story because she is the video editor for Ninja Theory, the comp- the developer who made Hellblade. She's their video editor. She was the stand-in for them while they were doing early mocap sessions for the main, for Cinema in this game. And then she apparently did such a great job and all this stuff that they were just like, hey, do you just want to do it? And she was like, yeah, sure. So that's how wow. she fa- she landed the role. Uh, while doing that, she, while performing and doing the role she still kept up with her video editing requirements for the company and produced and created a development diary video series about the game all while starring in it so that's so zach you have no more excuses for being (laughs) busy with work you can clearly do it all Yeah, so that's really impressive. Yeah, so I so after I heard that story, I was like, okay, that's pretty sweet, that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, uh, is there any other uh department they lost in that you were like they should have won any other category? I mean, other than game of the year and everything else they were <laughs> nominated for, yeah, no, they didn't, they didn't win anything. The only other one that I was okay with them not winning was obviously Arc Direction, which went to Cuphead, thank god. Okay, yeah. nice. That was the most, I feel like that's the one that everyone can agree. That's like the least controversial decision ever. Oh, yeah. It's like, it was obviously Cuphead. No one else even comes close, even Breath of the Wild, which was also yeah. in that category. Which it is like, no. Which is really funny. Uh, Hellblade and Cuphead actually did really well. Both those games did really well. 
Uh, I think they won. Surprisingly well in everything. Which, you know, like, okay, so this is, so our last episode where we talked about our year in review, it hasn't come out yet by the time this is out. So it's coming out tomorrow. I'm going to release this Monday morning. Um, But so in that episode, like I talked, I say at the end how uh, the games that I want to play in 2018 that I missed this year were both Cuphead and Hellblade. And now because of this, like, oh my God, I want to get into those games so fast. Um, Yeah. But yeah, uh, Cuphead wound up winning for uh, best indie game, best art direction, and best debut from an indie studio. So they did really, really well. And then Hellblade picked up a couple more. Um, what what did Hellblade get? Hellblade got best audio design, best performance, and it won game for change. Impact games, game games for impact. impact. Yeah. So impact. That's the word. Sorry. So yeah. So it was. Uh, it did. It did really, really well. Um, the, uh, the only other th- thing that was like, that was fun is that, you know, Overwatch won game of the year last year and it won best ongoing game this year. So people still obviously loving the Overwatch. Oh, I think it's really, it, it beat out like league of legends and stuff. So I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that was always very good. Um, so yeah, m- that was my big whole takeaway. This whole thing, you know, obviously like I felt like I just can't believe I'm still getting over the fact that horizon didn't win a single damn thing. Yeah, that- Sucks. I don't even, I, I, I'm going to be so ignorant here. I don't even know what the hell. What what is Hellblade? Hellblade is one that was made. Uh, it's it was like a, an independent game release. It takes place. Uh, from what I can understand of the story, it takes place. It's like Norse uh, during the time of the Vikings. Senua is a is a, a Viking warrior, and her I believe her husband dies or is killed. Something like that. I believe is how the story <laughs> kicks off, and it's something with her either coping with his with his death or trying to transition transition with him to Valhalla kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but it but it obviously like his death has a major impact on her and her psyche and so it actually is more of like an exploration into her mind as she fights against, you know, massive like I think the vil- the enemies and stuff like that are all like in her head kind of thing. And so okay. it's more like a, a, a journey through her dealing with the pain and the sorrow and the depression that comes from losing the loved one. So, but it looks fantastic, like beautifully done every, and yeah. now, especially because of the wins and where it won in this, I'm incredibly excited to play this game. So yeah. I actually saw that it's, uh, I think it's on sale right now. So I'm pr- actually probably just going to go ahead and buy it, buy it right now because I think it's on sale. And even if it weren't on sale, it wasn't a fur, it wasn't a full price game in the first place. No, it's $30 full price. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, if it's on sale even more than that, then no excuses. Anyone that wants to play it should go play it because exactly. it does look very interesting. Yep. Uh, another kind of indie game that did also reasonably well was uh, Edith Finch. Yeah. Which I had really not heard that much about. They won a couple of different cat. Excuse me. The full title is "What Remains of Edith Finch," which, from what I know of it, is a very short, like max two to three hour indie game, where you are playing as from like the first person perspective of the last person in a long line of a cursed family, mm-hmm. and it's basically just you. Uh, people would compare it to a walking simulator. Which say what you will about people using that term. I think it's just a phrase for hey, a narrative experience. And I think it wound up winning Best Narrative, didn't it? Um, let me check real quick. I believe you're right. Um, let me get down to it. <laughs> Come on now. I thought I was right there. I'm reasonably certain I'm correct about that. Yeah, no, I, I think you are too. 
All right. What the hell? Did I pass it already? I think I passed it already. Oh, uh, well, I'm looking anyway. at it now and it did. So, yes, oh, it won okay. best in Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, as I scroll through everything. Yeah, so um, that one looked pretty interesting, too. I hadn't really... Um, I think I'd always somewhat like associated it as a similar game to Vanishing of Ethan Carter because it's Edith, you know, the names are somewhat similar. So I thought like yeah. it was a, another one from that studio. But uh, but no, it looked it looks like an interesting one, too, that I might check out at some point. Um, but everything else, like everything else that won in the categories that won, except for when it was up against Horizon, I was pretty like, yeah, that makes sense with what it was. Uh, you know, like, I was that near automata won best soundtrack i was like yes my top pick from last time which honestly (laughs) like i knew from like listen what little i had listened to it that that was a pretty gonna be a pretty good soundtrack but like in my head i'm pretty sure actually the one i did vote for was destiny 2 i think in that one because the destiny 2 soundtrack is really good of course now i've listened i've listened to more of cuphead (laughs) and oh my god i love cuphead soundtrack now Cuphead soundtrack yes, is I was so actually, good. I was wondering if Cuphead was going to win because obviously I wanted either Nier or Persona 5 to win, but Cuphead right. was also in there. And their soundtrack is very unique to match their unique art style. So I feel like if they had won, it still would have been well-deserved. Oh, yeah, for and sure. Then, uh, speaking of Persona 5, they did win the category of Best RPG, which very <laughs> much I'm excited about that. Yeah. Nice. So... Um, let me see what, anything else that was kind of interesting. Oh, I thought one that was kind of interesting was, uh, the VR category, the, uh, resident evil seven won that one. And I'd heard a lot about like super hot and lone echo and like Farpoint. So I was kind of interested to, I like, hadn't really heard many reactions to playing resident evil seven. So when they were like, yeah, that one won, I was like, Oh, okay. So. I will say that the category I'm the most butthurt about, like I'm legitimately mad is best fighting game. Oh Take yeah! A win! What the hell? It lost oh, to injustice too. Oh, I'll, oh, sue. I'm gonna sue somebody. That is some horse apples right there. <laughs> it really is. I, I was surprised by that one because I'm pretty sure I voted for Tekken Seven just because of how much I'd heard from. I mean, I hadn't played it, but I'd heard from that from you. The, yeah. the words are rigged. <laughs> it's a scam. Yep. It's a scam. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was a. It was. I don't know. I think th- I feel like that was my the most of my reaction to it is I was just like, uh, I mean, it was it was a good show. It was really great. I mean, they had a lot of really cool um, uh, announcements and different stuff like that. It was cool to see all the different things they were announcing, uh, a lot of different games and like world premiere trailers and stuff and different things like that. Um, Do you guys see the the moment with uh, the guy? Oh, crap, I kind of forget his name. The guy developing a way out. Who shouted "fuck the Oscars" <laughs> like on live TV? <laughs> <laughs> it was good um let me get his name real quick what did he what did he say so there was just a rando guy that a, a person was interviewing during the game awards which is live and like out of nowhere out of like left field he's just like fuck the oscars and like no one had time to even censor him so it's just like oh no well i mean uh, and then the, the nice thing is at least is that the game awards are just streamed online so they're not you know they're not they don't have to hold to the same yeah censoring things as everything else but jeff Keeley, the host was just having a you could see it all over his face that he was freaking he was just like oh my god shut up dude it's uh, a 
Joseph Ferez, uh, or Ferez, uh, he's the developer. He's the head of the studio developing a way out. But yeah, it was just supposed to be this quick, like, thing, like, hey, man, tell us about your game, and then show a trailer. And it was literally a three minute thing because Jeff Keighley couldn't get the guy to stop talking. And he just kept being like, this is the shit, man. This is the shit. Fuck the Oscars. He even at one point looked at the camera, flipped directly into the camera, flipped it off, and said, fuck the Oscars. Fuck you. (laughs) It was so weird weird i don't like everybody everybody's everybody was like oh was he he had to have been hella drunk and i'm like and so but for every comment of people being like oh he was so drunk and wasted but that made the show and then everybody was like well he got me to want to play his game now so i guess it worked so i feel like he probably wasn't even drunk i think he was just like legitimately so excited oh, to be yeah. there that- like, you know what? Fuck the Oscars. I know. It was, let his emotions fly. It was just so bizarre. Um, but I did, one of the games, though, that was that was announced that I was like, ooh, this looks pretty good, is that uh, was Witchfire. It's like, uh, it kind of looked Doom-esque, but, very, but uh, also like it was if you were to do a first-person shooter of Bloodborne. Yeah, it kind of did. And then, Zach, if you missed it, you'll be excited for this one. The people that are making, or the people that made Firewatch, are making a new game called In the Valley of Gods. And it's going to be kind, it's going to, you know, it's going to be kind of Firewatch esque, but it's going to take place, I think, in Egypt Mm -hmm. in some form or another. And I believe that you are playing as like the first person's perspective of the main character, but you still have your companion, which is like you're a Delilah kind of more or less. Uh, But she's actually there in person and you're like exploring the ancient Egyptian tombs. So I'm really excited for that one. That was a really neat out of left field announcement. Yeah. I first, I first thought it was going to be a VR title. But because of it looks like it could actually translate to that format really well. Because doesn't it show uh, like your hands or or like you're at least like grabbing things and stuff in front of you? So like it looked very VR when I was especially like in the look controls and everything when they were showing off in the trailer. But I mean, so yeah, if I mean it wouldn't surprise me at all if they're like, yeah, you can play it in VR too, a little later. But uh, but yeah, so really interesting. It and did then look the interesting. Other announcement that absolutely no one saw coming, but that I'm so glad they actually did confirm. Bayonetta 3 is coming. Oh, yeah. Bayonetta 3 is eventually going to be a Switch exclusive, so it's only going to be on the Switch. And bonus in addition to that, next year, as of February 2018, Bayonetta's 1 and 2 are being ported to the Switch as a bundle game. Yep. So you'll now be able to get both Bayonetta 1 and 2. And if you didn't own a Wii U, obviously you never got to play Bayonetta 2. So this might be a lot of people's only opportunity to play Bayonetta 2 if they weren't able to do it on the Wii U. Because, you know, the original Bayonetta was both for Xbox and PS3. So it had a little bit more of a better platform. Bayonetta 2 had no platform. It had the Wii U. So now everybody gets to play it on Switch. (laughs) Nice. But yeah, so that that was that was kind of out of left field, and I did not see that coming at all. So that was pretty sweet too. Um, let's see. Anything else that jumped out to you, Mogan, at all that you saw? Really? I mean, the uh, what? Oh, I was just saying. <laughs> if anything else, if anything else, kind of like jumped out to you. I mean, like I said, everything else pretty much fell in line with how I thought it was going to go. Like I knew, like Odyssey, Mario Odyssey won Best Family Game, uh, which I was like, yeah, duh. Um, I was surprised, although I guess uh, Zelda won action adventure. Zelda won a few, won a few different things. Um, 
so that one, but that one, yeah, wasn't as surprising. But yeah, like seventy five percent of the way through the show, I suddenly sat there and was like, "Wait, Horizon hasn't won anything," and I got so mad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's, like, it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> what's going on? I mean, a game. I get it. Like a game doesn't necessarily speak to everybody in the same way, but for it to not win anything, like yeah, yeah, they're kind of, probably great. Oh, oh man. The other things that were just sort of announcements that got people really talking are the absolutely nothing teaser trailer from Software. Yes. So, Zach, if you don't know, from Software, they're the people that made uh, the, the, the Blood Souls, Demonborn. <laughs> so people think that it might be Bloodborne 2, potentially. But, yeah, so from Software, they did the Dark Souls series. They did Bloodborne. So all of the fans of that uh, type of game are freaking out. But the trailer was literally nothing. It was, like, 10 seconds yeah. of skeleton maybe no one's really sure like pulling a string really tight or something like that like it was it was very yeah. it showed nothing yeah well, the idea is that i think it might be bloodborne too which would be really exciting and then of course we do have to talk about uh kojima's new game uh death stranding absolutely and the Bonkers trailer for that He's one trailer yeah so, i know you've seen it what did you think about it <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I loved it. I think uh, Kojima is like if he, if he was like he's like an auteur. He can like kind of do whatever he wants, and Definitely. it comes like and, and it's his style. Like I don't like I don't know how he makes like the stuff that he does so uh, somehow grounded. There's something about that show where everything seems like I mean it's it is bonkers and like nothing I guess makes sense. But there's like elements of it, like their little backpack radar systems that just seems like oh it seems like there's a lot of thought behind everything. It's not like weird for the sake of weird. It right. feels like there's actually a little bit of motivation behind everything, which I think he is good at. When you know, when I play Metal Gear Solid Five, as like crazy and bizarre as it is, there's enough like melodrama and actual story that make you feel for these people. So like, I don't know. I I was really excited. I was like, this is actually hitting all the right buttons for me. I would thought I thought it was cool. Very interesting because grounded is not even close to the word I would use. <laughs> There's actually we a whole lot of floating that happens. Yeah. He's got his, I mean, that is his thing. Like, now that, that, that's he does that, that does very well. Yeah. yeah. Very recognizable. Because it looks like a Metal Gear Solid cutscene, too. You know, he just mm-hmm. does these one shot stuff. And it, I kept thinking it was going to go into third person view and just turn into like Metal Gear game. You know, yeah, and who knows? It very well could. We still basically know, based on the trailer, we still know nothing. (laughs) I I, could just be anything. That's what I was like. I was tweeting different things during the during the show, and that came on, and I was like, I still have no idea what the hell this is, but I still cannot wait to play it. It looks Uh, so interesting. He's making the most interesting games. He makes some of the most interesting games. You know, he and some of the best games. Metal Gear Solid is like the one of the most. You know, it's just. You got to give him credit. It's like this is gonna—he he's like at the height of his power, and he also has like complete creative freedom. It looks like, which is interesting. Well, because he's running his own studio now, yeah. he doesn't have to rely yeah. on Konami. So Just, yeah. it's, or it could be a disaster. <laughs> it could do, but he's definitely—he's like, totally out of control. He's definitely just like, at the point that. where he can do whatever he wants to do because yeah. he's because he's Hideo Kojima, and so I mean that could either result in something that's truly fantastic or truly terrible. So he's like writing him letters that are like Kojima. We know you're off your medication. We yeah. think that you 
come back. We're worried about you. They're probably just like concerned parents over on the side. They're like going off the rails. I even like that. I even like that Norman Reedus when he and Kojima came out onto the stage. He was like, "I don't know what that was." <laughs> I don't know what's going on here either. I'm just as confused as you guys are. And Kojima's just standing there like, I have you all wrapped around my finger. Yeah, seriously. It was some pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Um, Let's see. I mean, I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, I don't really think... Yeah, I don't really think I had uh, any much else to it. It was a, like I was surprised how long the show went for. It started at seven thirty. I mean, they started the pre-show at seven thirty, but I mean, they were still announcing awards. Like they they announced Trending Gamer uh, at that one, which went to Doctor Disrespect, um, and then which I've actually watched a little bit of his stuff, and he is pretty good. Uh, like I, I remember seeing this one video of his where like he's chatting with a with a fan of his actually they're playing PUBG and he's chatting with a fan which side note thank God that didn't win game of the year end of side yeah. note but uh, but he's he's like chatting with a fan of his but the fan doesn't know that he's actually playing with him and the fan like goes on to just like he like brings it up talking about about himself and you know acting like he's just another fan too like oh yeah he's a cool guy but this fan like turns out to like be like a super fan like says like how much he loves him and how much he watches playing and he like has to like stop and stop playing get up and walk away because he like starts crying (laughs) dr disrespect does because like to be able to interact with a fan in that way and like a totally real genuine moment and so he was pretty he seems like a pretty fun guy to watch um but uh but yeah everything seemed to go but oh like i was saying it was like it started at seven thirty, and I think ended close to eleven. Like it was, it was or, a deal. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 right up there with the Oscars in terms of, of runtime. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't really have much else to go on. It was pretty cut and dry, as it were. Except I'm still just not quite over Horizon losing. But I've said that several times already, so I won't harp on that anymore. Except I will never let it go. But. <laughs> <sighs> Because I immediately then woke up the next morning. We had snow on the ground here in Austin, which last time that's happened, which I was like, oh, that's wonderful. But then it reminded me of the new Horizon DLC, The Frozen Wilds, and I immediately had to turn on the soundtrack and cry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps up our recap of the 2017 Game Awards. We'll see you, well, tomorrow by the time you're watching this for the next full episode of team chat podcast where we will give our 2017 year in review episode so come back and join us for that tomorrow but until next time i'm one of your hosts Jarrett wilson joined virtually over the power of the internet by rachel mogan bye you yeah, usually yeah. say to your side you well, didn't give but me now that you're in front of me sorry okay i messed it up i'm sorry but bye. but joined by rachel mogan and then zachary parks <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> we're, we're not used to this over the internet thing. It's no, throwing us off. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, we will, we will see you all next time. 